Episode 6 of My Life is a Junk Drawer. Get moving. Welcome to My Life is a Junk Drawer with your host, me, Sue Mangum. This podcast is meant to help you clean out the junk in your heart, soul, body, and yes, junk drawer. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're here today. I have brought you some super tough subjects the last couple of weeks. So today, we are going to lighten things up. This podcast is with my friend and Zumba instructor, Anita Chrislieb. She is wife to Tim, mother of two, and a personal group fitness trainer. She's vivacious and outgoing and so stinking funny. We even talk about our underwear drawer. Zumba for me, as I say on the podcast, was a true tool in my recovery. But I waited outside of the class door for a while before I got the nerve to go up into the class. I kind of watched from afar, thinking I wasn't coordinated enough, or that I wasn't a good enough dancer, or that people might laugh at me. One day, I said, enough. I am trying this class. And it was love at first dance. It didn't matter that I wasn't good. I had the bug. And in the midst of great grief, I spent an hour twice a week just smiling. It was truly a saving grace. My only regret is that it took so long to open that door. Okay, without any more delay, here's my conversation with Anita. Good afternoon and hi, Anita. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Sue. Thanks for having me. This is so exciting. I get to have one of my good friends on and um, my fitness instructor. We're like duo and I'm telling you that Zumba definitely brought us together. So I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit. Um, We're going to just dive right in if that sounds good. Sounds great. Okay, you became a fitness instructor later in life. Tell me a little bit how this happened. What what made you want to do this? Um, well, I moved here almost nine years ago, and my neighbor, Kathy, shows up at my door the day the delivery trucks came with all my stuff with a plate of cookies, and she said to me, hey, you go to the gym? And I said, well, I've I've been to the gym off and on in the past, but we've moved several times because of my husband's job. And it had been a while since I'd worked out. And she said, well, you know what? I love Zumba. I said, I don't even know what Zumba is. What, what is it? And she explained to me that it was dance fitness and how much fun it was. And she said, I want you to come with me. I said, okay. It was right before the kids were going to start school. Let me get my boxes unpacked. Let me get them off to school, started in their new school and everything. And then I'm going to come with you. And Kathy, every morning at the bus stop would say to me, hey, Zumba's today at 1030. Can you come with me? And I was like, I still haven't unpacked my kitchen. Can you give me? Like she kept on me. And so my neighbor, Kathy, is the reason I wound up going to a Zumba class at the gym is the craziest thing. So did you initially just kind of fall in love with Zumba as soon as you walked the, in the door? From the first class. Did you? It, from the first class, I just smiled and started dancing and I haven't stopped since then. And for those who are listening that don't know what Zumba is, tell us what Zumba is. Uh, it's dance fitness. So um, originally the creator of Zumba, he's from um, 
Oh boy, I can't even remember. Oh, he's from Colombia. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Originally all Latin based rhythms, yes. but now we really, it's all international. So we give you rhythms from all over the world. Right. Um, not just, we do Bollywood. We do, or I, well, my version of Bollywood, uh, <laughs> hip hop, like I said, my version of hip hop. So you could get a little bit of everything. There's a variety of music. If you love music, you just come and move. We have people all ages come yes. to class. It doesn't matter how old you are. Yes. And so then you just kind of fell in love and took a training class? Or? I did. All of a sudden, one of the girls in the class said, Hey, Anita, I, I want to go through training, and I think you need to go. You need to join me. I don't want to go by myself, and you can dance. Wow. And um, so actually, it was Vanessa. Oh, Cool decided that I needed to go <laughs> to through training with her. And then um, my friend Anne mentored me after I went through training. Cause initially I just was like, Oh, I'll just do the training. And then she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Anne's like, you're teaching. She gave me a whole two weeks and she's like, we're getting together. I'm going to help you make your playlist. You're going to learn this choreography. I'm going to teach you how to put a good class together because not everybody knows how to right. do that. That's very important. And take us on a ride, almost like a hit class. Your heart rate needs to go up. It needs to come back down. You've got to have a little bit of everything. And Anne really mentored me and she threw me to, man, she's like, you got to take over this class. I don't want to teach anymore over here at Bodyplex on Wednesday mornings and you need to be doing that. So she, she really pushed me and forced me. Otherwise I could have just sat back and never done anything with it. And here we are, uh, over seven years later and I'm still doing it. it. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Um, okay. So you also have now taken on some bar classes. Yes. And um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. So I started teaching um, our gym, decided to bring on a bar format um, a little over two years ago. And me and all my bestie, Zumba bestie instructors were like, well, what do you think? I don't know. I've been to um, another company's bar class. I'm not going to say the name. That's right. I tried it out once. Uh, it really wasn't my style. I'm used to big classes. I'm used to lots of people. Um, so I didn't necessarily need the smaller format anyways. Uh, but the, the gym at the time offered, if you were an employee, they were going to pay for your training. Wow. And so we're like, well, it's free. Right? It's a two-day training, <laughs> and we're all group fitness certified. So when you have a certification like that from AFA or NASM or whatever it may be, you have to earn CEC units, and that is continuing education units. Okay. So you have to go through a training of some sort basically every two years in order to accumulate enough CECs. Okay. Well, this was going to handle it. So Yay. we were like, if they're going to pay for it, we're going through this training. <laughs> and it rocked our world. Like I had never done anything like it. It it forces you to use your muscles in different ways. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a like, full body toning class. Really. And it's such a great compliment to Zumba, which is super aerobic and high impact. And this is definitely more toning and muscle and uh, balance yeah. and that kind of Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Balance so. is a big thing that people don't realize yes. is so important. And I have all age groups come to bar class just like I do Zumba. I mean, yes. I have 72-year-old women that come to bar. <laughs> That's awesome. And they love it. That is so great. So tell me a little bit, what does it mean um, 
for you to be an instructor? And, and what does that mean to you? How does it kind of maybe fill up your life? Well, um, it, I didn't expect it to make right. me feel the way it does um, because you show up in class and, and people really look, they, they, they look up to you. Yes. Unless absolutely. of course they don't like you. Cause guess what? <laughs> There's haters. There's haters. <laughs> the haters going to hate. And, and not everybody likes every instructor. And I'm That's not a- just talking about me. I'm talking about in general, you either click with a person or you don't just like when I met Sue, we just kind of clicked. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Like Absolutely. You either feel really comfortable with somebody and you trust them and they're your friend or you don't. Right. And I, I kind of feel that way about fitness. Right. Now, some people don't care. They just want to show up right. for a workout. Right. But for some people, the gym winds up bringing them friendships that they yes. didn't expect to Absolutely. have. Absolutely. Definitely and, for me. Right. And Definitely. so as an instructor, I feel like I didn't realize how much I was going to wind up meaning to people. Right. And I don't even know their name. Right. They'll come up to you after class and say, oh my gosh, I was in the worst mood before I came to class Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got me out of my funk. And I know personally, so I had been doing Zumba. So my story is when I joined the gym, I... I watched this class kind of from afar. I am a dancer in my head, and but my arms and legs don't always move exactly the way my brain thinks that they are. So I would kind of watch this class, and I was like, that looks like so much fun. And this was really right after Micah died, and I didn't have a whole bunch of self-esteem. And I don't know, one day I was like, you know, I don't care, I'm going in. And so I snuck in the back, and I did this class, and this was before Anita was teaching. This was with Anne. And I, kind of the same thing, I instantly just fell in love. I couldn't get anything to go the right way, but I didn't care. So it's one of those classes you kind of have to come back and back. And then I could never go to Anita's class because I was working on Tuesdays for a while. And then somehow it just clicked that I started coming to Anita's class. And that's when there was like just a, a group that was kind of up front, super silly and fun, there's, there's kind of the really hardcore fitness people, and then there's us that just go to get a great workout, but to have a super amount of fun. And somehow, one of the girls, Michelle, just kind of pulled mm-hmm. me up there, and she never let me go to the back again. And that's how I kind of came to the know the group, and Anita was friends with them, and kind of the same way. We all just clicked. And so Zumba brought me for an hour. I didn't have to think about anything, but silly things or great music. Anita has like the best music. It's all about moving and music and getting in a good headspace. So, I mean, that's what Zumba brings to me every week when I go. And I think sometimes you forget that because you're just like, all right, I got to put a playlist together and I've got to make sure that, you know, I have this and this and this. So as we kind of say that, what I know sometimes it's hard because maybe you're in a not the greatest space or how do you kind of pump yourself up to do yeah. a class when you're not feeling the yeah, best. Yeah, because everybody has their day. Absolutely. But but you can't I don't bring have it on choice. that stage. Yeah, you can't bring it on that stage. I, I have I, I I don't have a choice. I have to be there. So you got to suck it up, Buttercup. You got to look at that laptop and and try and reorganize that playlist. And that day you might be like, I don't want to do this song. Nah, I don't want right, to do this right. song. I got to put it together and drag myself there. And there are times when Sue seeing me, I'll be like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be here. But I swear to you, every time I say that, that I don't know why it's something in the universe 
someone will come up to me and tell me how much they love my class or how much of a difference it has made to them. I've heard so many amazing stories. You wouldn't even believe it. Um, But then by the time I teach and I get done, those endorphins have been released. It's the best thing you can do for your, for your mind, body, and your soul. Like seriously, you need to exercise. And if it's not Zumba, I don't care what it is. Right. And if anybody's been listening to the podcast, this has definitely been, I have said this, I think every single time is you have to move your body if you want to feel better (laughs) and you don't have to go dance if that's not your thing. But like Tony and Sydney said, walk your dog or get out there. And I have, I'm a full proponent of music because Mm -hmm. that's what's so fun for me is that I get in there and then Anita will put on one of my favorite songs and I'm just like going like schizo and bananas and going crazy and I'm, you know, whooping and wallering and it just, those endorphins are so important every day, but especially if you're going through a difficult time. So I appreciate her all the time, but I know it's hard. Some days it's just, (laughs) is there like a song you have when you're having a bad day? Like, oh, I have to put this on. Like if I'm like, I don't have the energy. It's I'm it's a struggle. I'm on the struggle bus because yes. we all have those days, yeah. right? Well, if you on a struggle bus, you ain't showing up. Yeah, I have to. But if I put <laughs> that's true. But if I put can't let go on the playlist, Sue and like multiple other people yes. are are jumping up on the stage. Yeah. And disclaimer: not really jumping up on the stage because <laughs> nobody is supposed to. Yes, anymore. we don't. We're not supposed to I, do that. So not really. Just imagine. Yes. Yeah, if, if we might get on a stage <laughs> and dance. But and she doesn't even have to teach that song because we know it so well. <laughs> and it's a class favorite. And so many people, it's like the funniest thing. When we when we come up with choreo or find a new song that we want to do, and they're random. Like, we have a lot of music that nobody's ever heard before. Right. Right? Absolutely. Because it's from all over the world. Like, this and you're song really good at, like, getting it's from Australia. songs that will be, that will be, um, I want to say famous, but hot, like, Three months later, like you get the best music right off the press. Yeah, because I <laughs> She's know very good that, at that the new tunes drop on Friday morning. Um, some on Thursdays. If they're the the Latin music, sometimes will drop on a Thursday. Yeah. Okay, but Friday mornings, check your iTunes. That's when all the new tunes drop yes. for the most part. Yes. Friday mornings. Yeah, she's really good at picking. She'll be sitting in a in a, a Mexican restaurant, and she's like. Oh, Oh, I Shazam. like this song. She's like, Shazam. what is this song? I need this song. So it's, it's, it's great. It's amazing how you can put it all together. And kind of tell me, so I didn't ask this question here, but you said you started and I, and you talk about doing your own choreo now. How yes. have you kind of evolved in that? Because before did you, would you kind of look it up and do right. YouTube video so choreo or? When I first started, cause it's a lot. Yes. It's very <laughs> overwhelming. So I did a lot of my friend Anne's choreo. That's what I knew. Cause I was her student. Right. So start. And that was her advice. And I tell anybody that's new, that's going to be an instructor, start with what you know, right? Start with what you know. It's hard enough as it is because you're so nervous and you want to throw up. And I took (laughs) Pepto-Bismol like for the, before, for like six weeks before every class I went to teach. I'm not kidding, but it, cause it's nerves. Yeah. Now it's like nothing. Like I could, like I throw a mic on my head. I don't care. Right. It's fine. It's second nature because you've been doing it for seven years. I'm very comfortable. It's fine, but um, in the so in the start, I just did choreo that I did and or that I knew, and then um, Anne also told me too. She's like, it's 
you, why don't you, you're very, come with two of your own songs that nobody's ever done before this. Nobody's ever seen. Okay. So I made up my own, um, choreography, which I need to look up because it, um, has a lot of meaning behind it was Kelly Clarkson's Stronger. Oh my gosh. And that was my first warm up. That was the first song I ever made up. Oh my gosh. That is awesome. So we might need to bring that song back. We might need a little nostalgia. We might need to bring that one back. That's cool. But then I did, I I would get some choreo from YouTube, which I still look there. Now do you have a dance background? Do you have any? No, I took, I mean, I was like your typical 12 year old that took Took tap and jazz, yes. you <laughs> okay. know, but so no, no, nothing like, no. so you're really just no. in your late thirties decided to do this. I think it's just in my soul. Oh my gosh. It's just there. No, I was 40. 40, I was 40 ladies, when I 40. took my first Zumba class. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. And I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life. Yes. I would. So I think age has nothing to do. It's never too late. Right. To it's start. never too late. And just to walk into the door of doing something that maybe you never thought you were doing. Because I would have never thought I could have been in a Zumba class, let alone perhaps, you know, jumping on a stage doing dance. Mm-hmm. And I even remember we, we, how scared I used to be. Like people would get on, like get on the, not get on the stage, but people would just say <laughs> if they would get on the stage and they would be dancing and doing all the stuff. And I would just watch them going, oh, they're so cool. I wish I could do that. And I maybe can't let go was the first song that I actually ever got on a stage to do. Or when we have our birthdays, they kind of invite the birthday people to come up and do a uh-huh. song. And, and now, you know, I have to like make sure I don't get on the stage because. But how I, did you feel the first time? Oh, you were- it was crazy. I was so nervous. I couldn't even do it. But, but. Like you said. And now she's like queen of the stage. <laughs> it's her birthday every it's my day. Birthday, yeah. So, um, so is there any other places where maybe you've stepped out of your comfort zone and done some different things? Um, well, I would say since I've been an instructor, I've done some things like I had to speak and give a speech, you know, in front of a couple hundred people, um, at a, Zumba conference oh, that was wow. here in Atlanta. Let's say, for example, um, when we walked in the three day in right. 2014, Greta and I did the oh, warm up, right. and there were almost 2,000 people that's there. That right. and that was like what that was. I, if I could go back today, I would have not just ignored it and snapped pictures because my view. Well, you saw the view the right. same way that year, right? But I had to get the crowd pumping. Yes, and that was. I was pretty proud of myself that day for not wanting to throw up. Right. It went great. And I felt fantastic when it was done. Yes. That was for the three-day breast cancer. That was like the best one. That was awesome. Okay. Let's see. Who inspires you in the fitness world? Is there someone that you kind of – it doesn't have to be famous. It can be – or it can be. Or it can be – well, I can say, here's what I can say. It's probably um, not Richard Simmons, right? Um, no, <laughs> no. but as far as like, if it was about Zumba and not bar, I would say that there are some Zumba stars, you know, that y'all aren't going to know who they are. Right. Um, but they're freaking amazing. Same age as me. Their bodies make me look like... <laughs> Um, Gina Grant's like my favorite Zumba star. Okay. Like she's she's Look my up girl Gina crush. Gina Grant on YouTube. She's amazing. Follow her on Instagram. She's so pretty and um she's beautiful. She has like five kids. 
Wow. Yes, she travels all over the world for Zumba, and she's just as famous as Beto is, which is insane. But I will say the people that I do find truly inspiring in the fitness industry in general are people that have injuries. They go have major surgeries. People give their bodies for others, believe it or not. Like, I have taught a class, like, with wrapped ankles, um, vertigo, Like, we don't get subs unless we're, like, throwing up or on vacation. Right. And I know people that have had uh, mastectomies, and they are back teaching at the gym. They do not give up. Like, I know people who have had, you know, all kinds of surgeries on their shoulders and their knees, and they are back to teaching. They don't quit. They don't give up. It might take them a year before they can come back, but they're coming back, boy howdy. And those are the people that inspire me as far as an instructor goes. Truly, those are the real people that inspire me. That's cool. I think that's a great answer. Okay. Um, Let's see. Sorry. Here we go. Uh, Is there something that you have stored in your junk drawer of maybe your heart or your soul or your body that you are trying to work on or that you have worked on to, to clear out? Well, as far as personal stuff goes, I mean, I think there there are some things that have happened to us when we were um, kids that we've never told anybody. Oh. Yeah. I got wow. junk. Yeah. <laughs> and, and are you working on clearing it out? Um, I feel like if you're going to clear something out, you have to say it out loud. Yeah. And it's hard to say out loud. Yep. So you're still working on it? Yep. Yeah. Is there anything maybe smaller than that that you've been working on? Um, Well, I have been working on, um, like, for me, I have to try. I'm trying to be a better person. Like, I have a big mouth, so I talk a lot. So I'm trying (laughs) to let other people speak more. Okay. I'm trying to let other people take the lead. Okay. Like, say, in a group of friends. Right. And you wind up being the person that steps up a lot. So I'm trying to not say, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to wait. Is somebody else going to step up and arrange this birthday or am I going to have to handle it? <laughs> I'm trying. That's good. You know, I don't want people to feel like I just do it because I do it. Right. I don't want anybody left out. You know, for example, right. that's just an example. So I'm trying to work on letting other people speak and just letting someone else make the decision. That's good. I mean, I think that's hard to, because you, I don't know. I wouldn't say that you're a control person. I think you're just more of a pleaser and, a, and you want everyone to be happy. And so this is how, that's the role you've created for yourself is that I know if I do it, this will make them happier. And so. But you, sometimes you wind up feeling yeah. like, okay, I have to look back and go, oh God, do they think I'm being bossy or pushier? <laughs> and I'm not. Right. That's not what I'm trying to right. do. So I've decided I want it to be more inclusive. Ah, well, that's good. That's a really good thing to work on. I think all of us do that. I know I struggle with that sometimes too. And um, I have sometimes don't have the greatest filter and I say things that I don't mean and then I can't take them back. <laughs> so I'm trying to like, don't say that at all. And then you don't have to take yeah. it back. So I, know. I have a big mouth and then I have to call the next day and be like, look, I'm really sorry. Yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I didn't mean to, you know. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. I've been in that. I've been in those, those same <laughs> shoes. Believe me. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Okay. So we'll do something lighter. Can you tell me, um, 
every, I'm asking everybody these last two questions in the podcast. If, um, eh, what's the funniest or the weirdest thing that you found in a junk drawer or closet? Um, Okay. Cleaning out. I, w- I was thinking about this and I'm like, oh my God, this just happened a couple weeks ago. And I can't even remember where I was getting something out for, um, we were going to take a trip and I found baby teeth. <laughs> you are not the first person that has said that. Can you believe that? I'm like, so I go and I show my daughter. I'm like, look, I'm not sure if this is yours or your brother's. <laughs> but I got them. But I got baby teeth. So the question is, did you keep them or did you throw them away? It's still, okay, Marie Kondo would not be very happy with me right now. It is still sitting on my bathroom (laughs) counter because I'm looking at this little baby tooth. I know. I know. It's there. That's funny because I have have one baby tooth from Libby. I don't know why I put it in a bag and put it in my drawer, Uh but I can't get rid of it either. But it's just a tooth. It's like, it's a weird white baby tooth. Yeah, but I would say that's probably the weirdest thing I found, you know, recently because yeah. of, you know, trying to clean up yes. some drawers and get more organized. And you know what I found the funniest thing throwing away when you're trying, you know, cause you know, girls, you know, guys, whatever, you don't know. Cause your wife's the one shoving everything in the door. <laughs> that's true. The sock drawer and the underwear drawer. Anybody else doing everything in their life to shove it closed, right? Because you buy, you just buy more socks. Right. Right? Oh my gosh, I have the biggest basket of one socks ever. I think I have a problem. So then, because why I don't, are we yeah, Jay's like, why aren't you throwing those socks away? I'm like, because I know the match is going to come and I'm going to be able to match these socks. And up. you can afford new socks. I, I know. And I have a whole drawer full of match <laughs> socks. So, but I have a basket there. By okay. the time I went through the sock drawer and was like, Anita. Right? Right. Underwear, same way. Like, and there's some expensive ones. I'm like, dude, these thongs are four years old. You don't wear them. Who cares what you paid? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, They're just taking Guess it. what? I threw away the giantest trash bag of life, and there was nothing in it but socks and underwear. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that was crammed in two drawers. Oh, my so gosh. So I feel like... That was good. That was a good day. That was a good day. And and both drawers are still organized. That's even better. And I, um, the funniest thing is that, so the underwear thing, because I have expensive, some expensive Mm -hmm. underwear too. And I'm always like, well, I'm going to wear it one more time and see if I like it. So then I'll wear it and I'm like, oh, I hate this underwear. (laughs) So then I feel like, well, I have to wash it before I throw it away. And then I wash it and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try it one more time. And so then I put it back in the drawer. Isn't that the worst? Marie Kondo will hate. I am, I could, I tried to do the Marie Kondo thing. I did. And half of my closet's really organized, and uh-huh. it looks right, but I couldn't get through it all. And there's just I, – I I like to look at it all, and I like to feel it, and then mm-hmm. I have this attachment to it. So a lot of stuff apparently brings me joy that okay. is a little bit too obsessive, That's though. That's right. <laughs> She's like- making – googly eyes at me no i threw more stuff away from my bathroom cap just my bathroom cabinet on the top Uh, and in the bottom i probably threw away through trash bags it was the most pathetic like what did you find in there like just oh man there was lotion from 2009 Like legit, like when was I going to dig in the bottom of that bin for that foot scrub? Oh my gosh, I know. And you know it's expired when it's like runny like water and you shake up the (laughs) container. You're like, um, I'm pretty 
pretty sure this was good. no good. Yeah. yeah. Throwing it away, throwing it away. Makeup, it broke my heart, but uh, I, I did she say loved goodbye. makeup. I said goodbye to some Chanel lipsticks because the packaging is everything. Yes. Like, seriously. Right. Chanel, I was like, I, that broke my heart, but I was like, these are old. These are like four or five years old. Those right. don't need to be going on my lips. No. no, no. But it broke my heart. But I did, and my cabinet is still in Clean. alignment. Like I'm like sticking good. to it. That is good. So now, do you? If you buy something, do you try to throw something away? No. Now? No. You're just. No, I don't roll that there. way. You know me. I don't roll that way. <laughs> She's going to be going next year and doing the same thing. I wonder too when that Marie Kondo came out. I wonder how many people started to do that clean out because like all of my friends and everything, they were like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And then I wonder how many people actually made it like through the whole house. Cause I didn't oh, make it out I of didn't. my closet. Well, Look, I, I got like two dresser drawers done. <laughs> yeah. Like in my closet. Yeah. But, no, that's, I keep thinking about it. Just thinking right. about count. Well, it's I'm a bad thing. procrastinator. That's, that is no secret in my junk drawer. I am the biggest procrastinator of life. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Anyway, this has been so fun. Um, everybody out there, um, where can they find you, Anita, if they might want to, like, stalk you a little bit? Are you oh, on Instagram? I'm on or? Instagram under Anita Go Shopping. Oh, the perfect <laughs> name for her. <laughs> Anita and I cannot shop together too often because we um, light each other up in the, <laughs> in the I store. I love to shop with Sue. Sue's a good shopper. <laughs> One day I have to tell this. We went to Nordstrom's. It was Nordstrom's, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, Anita, myself, and another friend, last spring, I think we went. And we were kind of treating ourselves. We went to a really fancy mall just outside of Atlanta. And I was just, I was looking for some good sandals. And I went and I bought two pairs of Eileen Fishers. I've never spent this much on on shoes. And I just was like, yep, yep, I want these. And I had a, I had a gift card too. But I remember Anita was like, yes. And our other friend was just like, did you see how much those <laughs> shoes are? And it was so funny because I was like, yep, these are my shoes and I am so excited. And we went and had lunch and it was so it's fun. <laughs> and you love those shoes. I love, I, those are, the, I don't have one regret, regret see? of buying those. They, they brought the most, you joy. They and bring me joy to this day. Sometimes the price doesn't matter. Yeah. Sometimes it yeah. can be from Target and be fantastic. It doesn't matter. Sometimes, And I have like, because my feet don't always feel the greatest in shoes. So when mm-hmm. I put a pair of shoes on and they feel like butter, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to have these. Yes. So, anyways, anyways, to bore you guys, we are going to wrap it up here. Anita, this has been so fun. Thank you yes, for spending for a little bit me. of time with me. And ladies, I'm telling you, just get out there and move. Small steps. Um, we'll make a uh, consistent, consistent mm-hmm. small steps, even if it's one class a week or whatever, don't overdo it where you're trying to go, well, I'm going to get to the gym every day and work out on weights and da-da-da-da. And then you get there and you're so overwhelmed and you you feel like I'm never going to do this again. Just make small steps and move your body and it will make a difference. All right, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Isn't she marvelous? I just love her. Y'all, I hope that I'm not annoying you with all my constant move-your-body soapbox. I'm only so outspoken about it because I've seen and felt firsthand how powerful it can be. I am not a professional. I'm not going to give you statistics or, you know, tell you what you need to do and how much you need to do. All I just want to tell you is how I've seen it 
make me feel better and my friends. I do know that endorphins are released and sometimes just thinking about something else for a few minutes can clear your head. Life is hard. We need ways to cope. And I just feel like movement is a great tool. Next week, we are back to another really important topic, teenage anxiety. I have a young woman coming on to talk about her anxiety and the things she's done to overcome and truly clean out her junk drawer. Come on back, you guys. Until next week, we'll see you later. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. If you like it, you can go over to iTunes and subscribe and give me a rating. You can also leave comments and questions. You can also find me at suemangum.com or mylifeisajunkdrawer.com. Hope to hear from you soon.